Blackstar Radio. This morning, I am talking to John Armstrong. Now, John is the general manager of the Merndian Gunnana Art Centre, Mornington Island. G'day, John. Look, thanks very much for your time. You're most welcome. Merndian Gunnana is actually one of the longest established art and cultural organisations in Aboriginal Australia. You're situated there in the Gulf of Carpentaria, one of the remotest places. I mean, you guys have an amazing history. We do indeed. And before we changed our name to Merndian Gunnana, we were known as Woomera. And the Woomera dancers, 48 years ago, danced at the opening of the Opera House. So we're hoping that in, in two years' time, when it's the 50th anniversary, that uh, we'll be able to put together a dance troupe of the sons and daughters and grandkids of those original dancers so that they can go down and dance on the same ground again. I think that would be a nice 50-year anniversary. It certainly would. So that's a long time and a long history with Australian that's a culture. Lo- a lot of dancing. It's a lot of dancing. <laughs> <laughs> But nowadays with uh, Mundi and Gunana, and I do know the Arts Centre has been involved with clothing before, but at the moment it's dance and painting is the, is the main emphasis, isn't it? That's our main activities. Language is sort of the thing that unites everything here, you know, language and culture. So that runs the visual arts program. I've got some amazing artists and the dance program. The whole reason for his being is to maintain, develop and transmit the really unique cultures of this place. With Mornington Island itself, the Arts Centre has been very, very instrumental in launching international artistic careers. It's also been recognised internationally regarding what you do there. So you do have a proud history. We do indeed. Yeah, you know, the dancers of a while ago have done a series of international tours. You know, they were in various places in the States. They did some gigs in Europe. They did gigs in... South Pacific, Asia. So, yeah, they've, they've been active and up there for a very long time. Uh, our visual artists have achieved some remarkable stuff. You may know of our two, I suppose, key artists we're working in the heritage of here. I mean, the first one is Dick Rufsey, Lionel Man, who is incredibly important. And the second one, Sally Gabori, Kyle Woman. So both of those, they're the patrons, if you like. I mean, they both passed now, obviously, but they're the people that form what we're doing. They are strong, strong culture people. In fact, and I believe for both of those, that those names that you mentioned, both Sally and Dick, they were honoured with a retrospective in 2016, 2017, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they've been acknowledged for the importance that they hold. And that they're still alive here in the studio and on the dance ground in the community. I'm very, very, very fortunate that I have about eight members of the Gabori family who are painting now with me every week and achieving some incredible stuff, some beautiful paintings. We've got a show happening in Brisbane at the Wollongabber Art Gallery in September and there'll be probably around about 12 really major paintings in that. Most of them will be large, you know, sort of two metres by two metres. And they'll be works by the Gabori family, the Rusty family, the Williams family. Some beautiful work. The reason I've got them happening down there is that they are perfect for public collections. So, you know, Queensland Art Gallery, National Gallery of Victoria, etc. Right sort of size, you know, two metres by two metres. Perfect for a public viewing space or a corporate space as well. 
They sound absolutely perfect. I'm rather jealous. We are leading into the Cairns Indigenous Art Fair, but also we had the Art Fair in Darwin. Both of those are doing it via the internet. They're streaming their art fairs because they can't get the people there for COVID-19. How are you guys, where you are, coping with that? Have you had to develop digital skills to be able to showcase your art? Almost overnight, but we embraced the challenge. Last Thursday, we had a, a fantastic dance event with the recording being made to go up to the Darwin Aboriginal Art Fair, which will be online, I think it's middle August. We haven't yet done the videoing for the uh, Cairns one, but that will also happen online. I think that's going to be towards the end of August. I mean, they've changed dates around a little bit just to sort of fit in the stuff. But yes, putting stuff on the video is obviously great because it gives us a record, it gives the community uh, an opportunity to see us. But it does mean that instead of probably five, maybe 10,000 people seeing our dances during the events, who knows how many people are going to see it if it's online, you know, and it won't just be people who happen to be in Cairns or in Darwin. Because you are now, will be broadcasting to uh, an audience worldwide with something like this and That's showcasing right. the art. Is it something that the Murdi and Ganana is looking at possibly doing in the future, maintaining an online presence? Because I do know other centres have. Yeah, we are. I pulled down our website taken me two years to uh, get that all figured because it's quite expensive to develop, obviously. And I'm hoping that our new site's going to be launched in the next couple of weeks. So that'll include online shopping, you know, proper gallery, also a significant number of historical and contemporary documentations of dance, song, story, landscape, the whole lot. So, yes, it's vital. It's absolutely vital that we get that. And, you know, that's been shown perfectly by the, the lockdown in COVID-19. I mean, we're still basically in lockdown here. Our people can travel to Mount Isa and places between, but without going into quarantine, they still can't get to Cairns or other places. I want to ask, the artists themselves, I mean, they've probably been so used to having people visually take a look at their art and having people around, or even your dancers, having that crowd around, how different is it for them to just be doing it in situ on their own? Well, it's hard to do anything on Morgan Island without gathering a crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like last Thursday when we did that videoing or the performance for the video for Darwin, uh, we did it at the school. So we had the entire school population there and we had the entire population of health workers, the uh, people from police, people from all the different service agencies. So you don't do it in solo. You do have your crowd around you to oh, give yeah, them that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you've got, to have, you've got to have an audience, you know. The rehearsals are all done, you know, up here in, in the backyard, basically. And when things are ready and they can be launched and people are all costumed up and painted up and all keyed up, you've got to have an audience. I mean, the, the interaction with the audience is just critical. Having fun but maintaining the culture is just absolutely critical. Uh, but as you also touched on before, John, I mean, the history of Mornington Island and the artistic history there, all the way back to the opening of the Opera House uh, 48 years ago, how important are you finding that the presentation of Indigenous art, Islander art, whichever it is, 
is making to the community themselves. Yeah, it's vital. I mean, we're one of the key economic drivers within this community. As with most very remote communities, there's a, a limit in um, in jobs. But painting, painting story, painting song, dancing is one way that people can actually generate some decent money, not just for themselves, but for their family as well. And that's to worry with the way things are now with COVID-19, because most of the commercial galleries that hold our work have been shut down. They're, they're slowly starting to reopen now. So sales have just plummeted, not just here. I mean, that's across the whole art sector in Australia. Mm. Uh, we get very, very, we don't get any tourists, basically. I mean, we get a, lot, a, a fair amount of visitors, you know, a lot of service people coming in, um, uh, consultants, contractors. And the people that come in usually come up and have a look. And in a lot of cases, they want to buy something as a bit of a memory because it's quite a unique place. And if you've been here for longer than a few days, you start to appreciate that and starts to hold a bit of a special place in people's memories. I am so looking forward when you have your digital display up and running for CAIAF, the Cairns Indigenous Arts Fair, or when you have it up and running for your own studios. When you do, I want to know about it. I'd love to be able to check out the link and maybe let other people know because it sounds like you have got some very, very unique artistic talent on Mornington Island. Absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, geographically, it's, it's a crazy place. You know, It's basically nowhere. It's <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Culturally, it is really, really strong. You know, the culture is incredibly strong here. Uh, we have some amazing elders who are really, really strong. And we've got some new people coming up in, you know, the younger generation that are really, really taking that very, very seriously, doing things in the proper way. That manifests through the paintings, through the songs, through the dance. So, yes, it's a, it's a healthy situation up here. So at the moment you are looking at putting a digital presence on soon so if it, but if anyone wants to check out more is it just basically through your Facebook at the moment or do you have an... Yeah yeah Facebook's our main online presence at the moment uh, you just have to Google Mornington Island uh, and that'll come up uh, don't try and spell Mernie and Gunnano you won't get it right <laughs> <laughs> yeah I get some quite creative interpretations of, uh, of our name that's for sure <laughs> Well, okay, John, all I know, mate, is I'm so looking forward to uh, when I can see your artwork. I do remember seeing it last year at CAIAF when it was run traditionally and and absolutely amazed with the quality of the artwork. Looking forward to seeing what we can find out online as well. Well, it'd be a different experience, obviously. Cans are doing it as a virtual reality, so there will be the possibility to, uh, you know, stroll through the exhibition and zoom in on things. Obviously, it's not quite the same as being there and being able to, you know, get within three inches of the painting surface to look at it. But um, yeah, it'll, it'll be it's an interesting uh, experience. We'll see what happens. Well, I'm really looking forward to it, John. Look, thanks very much for your time, mate. Thank you. John Armstrong, the CEO of the Mernian Gunnar Art Centre on Mornington Island.